Welcome, everybody. This is LA is Our House, episode 66. I'm here with Lewis. Hey, everybody. And uh, David's here, too. I'm here. Bobby, unfortunately, is not here. He's too under the weather uh, to record tonight. So it's just going to be the two of us nerds talking about MLS nerdy stuff, right? Or something close to it. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Lewis, where should we start? Maybe a certain team that resides in LA? Uh, you know I don't like talking about LAFC, dude. <laughs> what, what the fuck? My bad, dude. My bad, my bad. The, did you get those season tickets yet? Yeah, inaugural season tickets? Let's not talk about that. Uh, okay, Orlando versus Los Angeles Galaxy. 2-1 loss. So uh, Galaxy, Galaxy go down, fight back to equalize, and then at the death, in stoppage time. Seems to be the theme this week in MLS. You know, I thought so too, but there wasn't as many games that ended uh, late like that as you think there are. Really? I was doing the recap, and I, or the, the MLS recap, and I was like, oh, there's like four games. I mean, well, I guess that's a lot. That's, that's, that's a, a good lot. amount. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of games that were decided after the 80th minute. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty late. So, yeah, it's pretty late, but not like stoppage time, not, like the first three games we're going to talk about in the recap. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 2-1 to one score line, it's, uh, it's a little deceptive. I mean, if if you didn't watch the game and you're just looking at the box scores and you see that Orlando scored in in stoppage time, you would think that it was a close game and that Orlando was just able to pull one off at the last minute. But um, that's not the case. Uh, We were outplayed for a majority of the game. And had it not been for the goalposts, who had more saves than Diop in the first half, um, (laughs) we could have been down four or five goals at halftime. Yet, ironically... This was also a game that we could have stolen one yep. or maybe even three points. Yep. Yeah. So it's just a really weird deceptive scoreline. So, Ta-da. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like sip my mango beer for a second a week in a row. Um, yeah. It, the the goalpost was definitely the MVP of the game, uh, good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, uh, I guess let's, let's take it from the top. Um, <laughs> So early on, Orlando banged a free kick off of uh, both posts, uh, hit the uh, hit the far post, and then bounced off the near post. Was it a free kick? Yeah, that was from a free kick. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was from a free kick. Uh, both. Uh, it, it was either like after the goal line scramble, it was either Diop or Van Dam or Stares that cleared it. Like they all seemed to get a limb in there uh, to get the ball out. But um, but on that play, um, Jermaine. What thing that I saw was Jermaine Jones lost his man, and had that ball gone a little bit further, um, that guy would have had a completely open open net. Uh, Jones kind of lost his man. He did like a little half jump, and then kind of was like, ah. Uh, I guess I, I I must have missed that. Yeah, it, I, I didn't. Really if you go that. back, I mean, I I, I went back because I was going back and, and watching the the ball bounce out the post multiple times, and I and then I was like, what's Jermaine Jones doing? Because he did this weird movement, and and he just lost his man, and it was it was it was a little scary to to see because the ball was very close to the guy that he lost. It actually. Um, 
it was the, the the guy that was directly in front of him that ended up making it bounce off the post and uh, or off of both posts. But you know, uh, Van Dam was there to to save us again, again. Um, and to be honest with you, I once I saw that, I was like, okay, that's our glitch for this game. Let's move forward. <laughs> like, there's our there's our luck. Let's ride this and, and try and get some points here. Uh, I I was dead wrong. <laughs> well, not entirely. We had we were lucky multiple times yeah. in that first half. I mean, like I said, we could have been blown out. This game could have been done by halftime. So we had quite a bit of luck. Well, the luck kind of ran out two minutes later because Van Dam has a corner kick out. Uh, you know, there's a corner kick. Uh, Van Dam headed out. The defense pushed completely out. And it looked like Steris, Van Dam, and Cole all bypassed the you know the 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 last defenders who then became like Zardes. Uh, I know Zardes was on that line. There was another midfielder on that line. Well, I don't remember that line. All oh, it was, I, a, I it do was remember, Zardes and Jones. I do remember that it was Nathan Smith that kept. That who lost his man and well, yeah. he kept he just them on reacted, side. He reacted late to Will Johnson receiving the ball. He did, but um, he he should have known that he. I mean, he wasn't in line with the rest of the guys. If he would have stepped up with Van Dam the way he was supposed to, that's an offside call. Maybe that's an maybe. offside call. And he just kind of just lost. Like I don't know. I think the, he just kind of had like a, a a mental lapse there. Just like he just lost track of uh, of his man well, and just kind of like, look, I'm not in sync with the with my central defender right now. Yeah. If he was, that's an offside right there. He, and and Danger averted. He he uh, he had a mental lapse for pretty much the entire game. Yeah, he he Nathan had, Smith was not good. Yeah, yeah, he, he had his worst game so far of the season. Um, he's a rookie. He's gonna have that. Um, I guess it's not really ever a good time to have a bad game unless you come out with the victory, uh, which wasn't the case. Um, was it uh, Johnson who scored the first goal? Yeah, well, Johnson. So Will Johnson scores uh, 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 for Orlando. It was a really good shot. Um, you can blame Nathan Smith. Uh, for the uh, you know the mental lapse there, um, for and not then closing him down. for not closing him down, for you know keeping him on side, and then if you want to keep going a little further, um, what was Diop doing way yeah, out? It was it, that was completely his fault. To me, that goal was completely his fault because Diop's Diop, really yeah because uh, even I though think- Nathan Smith is late to react and Will Johnson gets a shot off, if the goalie is positioned correctly, that's an easy save. It's a jump up and catch the ball. You would think. Especially for a guy as big and long as Diop. Like, if Brian Rowe had trouble with that ball, although I don't think he would have, um, I would understand. I would go, well, you know, there's a physical reason why he can't, why he couldn't reach that ball or whatever it Mm -hmm. was, but that was just bad recognition and bad positioning from Diop. I I do admit that it's bad positioning. I think he was a little bit too far out. Um, He should have been, um, again, I I think for him, uh, he had enough time to react. Uh, once the ball was played in the air and Will Johnson's coming at him, he he has to be back into the the goalpost at that point. Um, I don't think he was completely caught in no man's land, but he was very close to it. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it was a good shot by Johnson. I'll give him credit for that, but I, I think those are just two big mistakes. I, I I put equal blame on both Smith and Diop for that. I can't just blame Diop for that because it wouldn't have happened if, if yeah, Smith had it, not made his mistake. Yeah, the, that's the, true. the play would have been nullified. That's true. Uh, it's still very frustrating to see a guy like Diop continue to be the starter in this in this team when he's making mistakes like that um 
what was even more worrisome later in the game, Diop goes in for a challenge um, and uh, and makes a save, but it looked like he was, um, I think it was against Charles Barnes, uh, took the shot. He makes a save, but he looked like to be injured on the play. He was down for quite a while, and when he got up, you know, Roe was up, he was starting to warm up, and it all looked it looked all but sure that Roe was gonna come in for Diop. Yeah, he was, was he hurt. was still limping. He couldn't even he could even walk on yeah. his leg at that point. But yeah. he stays in the game. He you know he stays if, in the game hurt. If if this was anybody else, we would be praising him like what a what a competitor, what a warrior. But it's because we want to see Roe in the game, we're gonna think like uh, we're gonna say well, well, why are you still in the game? This is an idiotic boo. He should have been taken out and blah, blah, blah. If, if, if it was another guy that we would have wanted to be like, no, no, get in there, tough it out, don't get hurt, we'd be singing a different tune. Right. We would be, we would be feeling that if it was a very good goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not, what, that's not what the situation was. It wasn't. Uh, but on that play, uh, Rivas outmuscled Yellow Van Damme. I mean, Rivas and Kyle Lahren had their way with this team. It was ridiculous. And they were out-muscling our big guys. Yeah. They just wanted it more. I mean, I know it's cliche to say that, you know, they wanted this win more than the Galaxy. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's a very cliche thing to say. But you can tell in the body language that they were really, really fighting for this game. I mean, it wasn't until um, late in the second half where we started showing signs of life and started playing like the team that we want to see them play like. And I'm going to use a boxing analogy here. And this is the the most upsetting thing to me of of all the things that I could be upset about. This is probably right at the top of the list is for what? 85% of the game you're being outplayed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, using the boxing analogy, you're going, you know, 10 rounds here and you're just getting beat. Okay, you're taking punishment. You're still standing, but you're getting, you know, you're you're getting beat. You need a knockout to win this fight. Okay, so eleventh round comes in, and you come to life. All of a sudden, you start landing some of these punches, and you got the the opponent in the, in the uh, against the ropes, and he's just backing up. And he's just trying to like get out of there, and you continue to apply pressure, and all of a sudden, you're putting this fear like I can lose this fight. I've been dominating this whole fight. All I have to do is survive, and I could possibly lose this fight with this one punch. 12th round comes in. You land the punch. He goes down, gets back up. He's wobbly. His legs are still jello. He's still against the ropes. He's still trying to survive. All I got to do is get through the 12th round. I'm going to win by decision. Go in there and keep going. Get that second goal, right? What do they do? I'm going to back up. I'm going to put myself so far back that now I'm against the ropes. And you're the one that gets knocked out. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. And it was so frustrating to see that, okay, you had about a stretch of, what, 15 minutes. Yeah, I would give it about 10 to 15 minutes. 10 to 15 minutes where you're just applying so much pressure. You're winning the ball. You're getting up into the final third. Um, 
that ball is just not going in. Allison Drini had like a golden chance that he skies over. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, th- th- there were so many opportunities. That, Dude, that goal is coming. That goal is coming. Oh my god, we're gonna steal even, a point even, here. Even Gio was getting involved. Gio was for getting a while. involved. Uh, that, that's when you like, saw like right uh, around Gio the seventy minute. Yeah, seventieth minute. Gio bangs one off the off the post. Yep. He he was getting it. Like you started seeing him. You you remembered. Oh, he's in this game. Right. Right. Exactly. Because he went MIA for a good period of it. For, and you can see, and when he's involved in the game, you can see how this team um, changes. It changes. It yeah. completely changes. So uh, we'll talk about Gio in a little bit. But we start getting forward. We start creating chances like, oh, my God, we're going to score. We're going to score. Finally, of course, Allison Dreamy. Oh, I'm sorry. Allison Dreamy. Thank you. Um, gets an, yet another goal. And they back off. They back off. And then they're like, okay. We're happy with the point, which is a complete reversal of what I said when uh, we tied the game in RSL. We're like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm not here for mm-hmm. a tie. I want this win. It seemed that they were okay with that tie. Like, okay, we're just going to go in and survive when all they ended up yeah, do was like, was, dude, you had a chance for three points. Here. You had them on the ropes. Shift. It was a momentum shift for sure. Yeah. When, when Alessandrini scored the goal, things were looking good. Players were getting involved. And then... The foot comes off the gas. Yeah, I don't understand that. And I know, and I'm, it's, it sucks that Bobby's not here because he would agree with me that it's, it's one of his biggest pet peeves that, okay, you got the goal that you're looking for. Okay, I'm done. That's it. Um, wh- why would you just settle for a point? Why is it when you finally won the midfield battle, you relinquish it? Well, this seems, you know, is that an instruction? Is that a game plan from, from, from the manager? Well, we've seen this. We had seen this from players? Bruce Arena several times. Right, right, right. So is it's not just players? it's like, not the current team, and I've seen it. It seems to be a strategy when you're the. Is this when, the identity when you're on the of road. the galaxy? What is this the identity of the galaxy? I, I, well, again, I see many road teams just play for a tie, and they're happy with getting that one point because you know, in any other sport, you're looking to win every single game you play. Mm-hmm. In soccer, it, it, it's just like if you get a point on the road, it's something. It's a it's a good thing. It's right. a good result, which is okay, fine. Like, that's a you know, glasses have full type of you know mentality. But why, if you can win the game? Why not win the game? If you were at home, would you be doing the same thing, or would you continue to be like, no, nope, we're winning this game because yeah, we're maybe, at home? Maybe it's a lack of confidence uh, in the players. They they thought, well, we know we're not good enough to win this game, even though we're no, I refuse to believe looking that. to win this. Like no. we're looking like we could win this game, but don't forget that Rivas had what I would have definitely called a golazo, hit the post, and you know goes across the line and, and out. Uh, in in one instance, when the galaxy was starting to kind of you know apply the pressure, like there was still a counter uh, danger. There was still danger from a counter attack. They picked it up about midway through the first half, but nowhere near the point where we would have been so dangerous. Where it would have been a fifty fifty game, where Orlando had to completely adjust to say, okay, wait a minute, we can't we can't let this happen because they ran. All, all over us. They yeah. were. Yeah. This, this was the first this is, game. And this is without Kaká. Yeah. Well, they, they've been without Kaká since you know the first fifteen minutes of the of the season. <laughs> right, right. So in the whole season, they practically have been without this player, and they've and they're undefeated at home. Um, this is the first game for me personally that I was upset with because it's the first game that I felt that we really were dominated on the field. I know we got four losses. I've said this before. We were competitive in all of our games where with a little luck we probably could be four you know four and two just as easily 
Um, even the Vancouver game, um, we weren't dominated. We just made some boneheaded mistakes that Vancouver capitalized on. But this was the first game that we were, or I can say, yeah, we deserve to lose this game. Mm. And I was upset at what I was seeing on the field because up until that point, I hadn't seen it, at least on that level, quite yet. Well, you weren't the only one that was upset uh, with what they were seeing on the field because uh, there was a moment where uh, Jermaine Jones got beat uh, and, and had a foul, uh, Igita. And after the foul, after the, the ref called the foul, Jermaine Jones just turned to the timeline, I mean, turned to the sideline and yelled at it in Alpha, he's not helping us. Yeah. Um, Who's he talking about? Okay, so. Is he, okay, I, watching that, that play again, I kind of think he's talking about Gio. Okay, so it, it's been said that Gio was one of them. My first instinct was Jao Pedro. And the reason I say that is because, um, now, it might have just been me, but I swear, I heard the sideline reporter, I, I forgot I forgot her name, I forgot who was uh, reporting at the time. She had already said that Jones had been yelling either at Jao Pedro already, like, get into position. You're way out of position. Get your head in the game. And she had reported that. Mm-hmm. About a minute or two later, you hear that coming to the sideline. So... My first instinct is that he's talking about Joe Pedro. But looking at the play, people are saying he's talking about Gio at this point. You know? Um, well, it could, be, what, it could be both. It could be both. Is it, it very well could be both. Do you, do you think that maybe he's talking about Emma Boateng? Because uh, he was also close to that play. I, and he also applied very light pressure. Or didn't apply pressure at all. It could be. What got me, okay, if he's talking about either one of those players, he's got a case. And that's not what I'm, that's not an issue for, uh, for me as far as him speaking up about a player. Look, you need to step up. The issue is he's yelling at the coach. Right. Do your fucking job. Do well, something dude, about this. And this is what we talked about weeks ago. Before the season started, we talked about how is... Is Jermaine Jones going to listen to Cardinalfo? Is Giovanni Dos Santos going to listen to Cardinalfo? Is Zlatan going to listen to Cardinalfo? Well, we don't know what's going on. I had asked, um, uh, Corner of the Galaxy had recorded their, uh, their podcast yesterday, and, and I, I sent in a question because for a player to do that, there's got to be some issues in there. Right. I mean, you want to keep that closed door. Now, I know Jermaine Jones is a very vocal player. He's mm-hmm. on the field. He's going to play his heart out. Whether yeah. he has a good game or not, he's going to play his heart out. He's going to give it 100%. Um, and I respect that about him. Um, the fact that he can yell at his coach right there and then, in the middle of a game, mm-hmm. that says something. Now, I'm not sure if this is something about, like, he's complaining about the players, if, he, if, this, if this is kind of directed at the coach as well. Like I said, are you telling this guy to do your job? Do something about this? This only you can change some, you know, can change this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do your job. Or is he just frustrated? We're like, dude, this is what I have to work with. And I can't do everything. You know? Um, we all thought that Joel well, would be able to get up and run some offense while Joe Pedro provides protection in the back. And he's not doing that. No. So Jones has to come back. So but let and me do ask that you. Job but let well. me ask you. But let me ask you. Who keeps putting him in the starting lineup? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have other players. The, the, we the, have Rafa Garcia. The, we the, have the problem with that Baggio. is it goes back to last season where you had Keane and Gerard. You had you know all that money sitting on the bench. This season, obviously, it's not going to total you know eleven, twelve million dollars. But you paid for a guy. You paid for a transfer fee as well. So you paid a, a good chunk of money and just to sit him on the bench not, after six games. Not I if mean, he's costing you your team. Right. Your your wins, your points. I agree. And everyone else is going to agree with you as and well. And he's not a name. He's not. It's not like he's sitting Jonathan Dos Santos, who's, who's you know, underperforming. He's sitting Jao Pedro. Who, who, who knows who Jao Pedro is? Except all of us Galaxy fans right. who are fully on the Jao Pedro hate train now. Yeah, I actually, I, I boarded this uh, this past game. I, I think hate is a little bit of a strong I, I, I word, but I I fine, certainly think... Jao Pedro is terrible. There you go. Train. Um, I, I certainly feel that's that not a good of, this that's guy... not as good of a name. Yeah, I, I certainly <laughs> feel that this guy should be on the bench. I, I could have easily put um, Rafa Garcia in that, you know, defensive midfield yeah. uh, position. Uh, I you think know be that more dude's going to do his job. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. not going to be great at it, but he's going to do his job. He's going to be uh, he's going to do well enough of a job, and I can't I can't imagine that he's going to show that same uh, you know lackluster play that Joe Pedro has been uh, right. you know showing because it really does look like he's very disinterested. Now look, I I'm well aware that Joe Pedro is only 23 years old that he basically uprooted his life and moved to a new country, had to learn a new language with a new team, a new league, a completely different style of play. And not everyone is going to get, you know, situated as quickly as other players. What do you mean he had to learn a new language? He was watching the theory of the Big Bang. (laughs) Um, But, and I know that when it comes to patience fans don't have it if you if you have a bad game you're pretty much tossed you know at that moment i mean he's had six bad games and he's had no improvement whatsoever and i know a lot of people outside of the galaxy organization are gonna say give him time you cannot judge a player after only six games and and you know it's not indicative of what he might be in you know august or september and I know Galaxy fans are going to counter with Alessandrini, you know, it's kind of the same, you know, Hold, same situation. Let, let me stop you right there. Alessandrini. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't really defend that anymore. At this point, it's like, you're not improving. You look so disinterested. It looks like you're jogging. It looks like in your head. I could be wrong. Maybe that is his style of play. I don't know. But he looks so disinterested that he's he feels he made a mistake coming here. That's what it looks like. Sure. Like, sure. like you know. But what? he continues to see the field and what? he doesn't get taken out. Yeah. He hasn't been subbed off, has he? Uh maybe once, once for the last ten minutes yeah. of the game. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up Alessandrini in terms of how he's adjusted because um on the broadcast they mentioned that Alessandrini uh has got a place to live now. He's he's comfortable driving to work without I mean driving to <laughs> driving to work, driving to practice well, without it, using his, his without job. using his GPS. Um he seems to be settle, settling in. And the dude is putting in work. Oh yeah. I mean he he's putting in so much work. 
I just I, I I'm really 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 bummed out right now that Legette is not playing. Oh yeah. Because you For know many that he'll get you know that he he will match Legette's work rate or or vice versa. Legette will match what Alessandrini is giving us right now, and maybe we don't even have this. Con- we're not even having these conversations. Possibly not. Um, you know, Emma's been great for us. Don't get me wrong, but he, he just, he, you know, it's not the same as, as Legette. And I honestly think that when Legette comes back, you put Jermaine Jones in Jao Pedro's spot and you put Legette next to, next to him and let him play make and keep Emma in the, in the, in the starting lineup. I think Emma, I, I like Emma, but I think he's more effective as a sub. Not sure. necessarily everybody, the guy. everybody, everybody seems to say that. But mm-hmm. I mean, he's now that he's getting minutes, I see him like kind of, you know, starting well, to feel it a little st- bit more. He he's, has to step up. He has no choice. I mean, he's he has to pick up the slack like everyone, you know, everyone else on the team. When when someone else went down, hey, we're a little thin in depth here. You're gonna have to make the most of your uh, of your minutes, and Emma's no exception. You think you think Jao Pedro feels that way? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. So it's time to let him sit on the bench. It's time to put him in the naughty chair and let him think about what he's done or not done. Or not done. I wouldn't be, I mean, I know it's going to be every Galaxy fan's dream if this comes true, but I almost feel, I could be dead wrong. Obviously, I'm going nothing but assumption here based on his body language and his play. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in there he says, I'm out, guys. I'm going home. Yeah, it's possible. It's. I mean, all he has to do is is you know make some really ugly tackles. <laughs> whenever we play Portland, and then pff, he'll be gone. He'll be Off gone. the turkey he Off goes. Off the turkey he goes. <laughs> uh, let let's let's uh, not beat around the bush and get to the last thing. Kyle Laren. I'm again. I'm I'm bummed that Bobby's not here because I know that he loves Kyle Laren. Yeah. Um. He beats Jermaine Jones. Uh, off a corner in, in stoppage time, uh, roofs it and uh, wins the game for Orlando. I, I, I mean, it's just one of those. To me, it was one of those goals where I went, "Yeah, that was that was bound to happen." Right. Um, it still sucks hard to mm-hmm. to, to to go through it. Um, Diop didn't see it coming, but you can't blame Diop for that. As well as other people have mentioned, maybe a hundred percent Diop comes out for that ball and tries to punch it away or something. But uh, there's a lot of bodies in the box. Yeah, um, you 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 don't, you know, I to be honest with you, if Diop would have would have come out for that, uh, I think I would have. That would have made me shit a brick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it still doesn't change the fact that we got the goal scored on us and we lose in heartbreaking fashion. Yeah. So we fall to two and four. Um, our momentum after the Montreal game was is all but stopped. I mean, you basically just sucked the air out of the room completely. Um, and now you have you return home. And you got Seattle coming in, so mm-hmm. you got a you got a bit of rival coming yeah. into your house. Yeah, but I don't know if these players really understand that that's a rivalry game. Mm, 
I, I think, um, I don't know if Jermaine Jones feels Jermaine like Jones probably won't game. feel that way. I think John ben Pedro definitely sure doesn't give no. a crap about anything at this point. Um, I think the back line does. I think Zardes does. I think Emma does. Um, I think Gio knows it. I'm, I'm not sure if that's gonna, you know, you know, light a fire. <laughs> you think that's gonna light a fire no, under him. No, I mean he's gonna be at home. They're, we're we're at home. Um, we're tied right now with Seattle for what eighth place? Eighth place. Um, the last time we played a team that we were tied against, we won. With the Montreal, I guess that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> um, so there, you know, Seattle's coming off a loss. Um, I mean, you want to think we're about coming that. Off a loss. The defending champion is currently in the exact same spot as us. I mean, just yeah, but you think know, about that, it. that's MLS. That that's is how MLS. It is. That's which how is, we usually, which is that's why how it usually goes. Which is why I just don't want to just write this team off yet. I mean, it, it's only been six games. We're sure. still in April. To write this team off and say, you know what, this team is garbage right now and nothing is happening. Well, I don't think that you, I I think those are not mutually exclusive. You can say this team is garbage, but you can also not write this team off. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But um, as of right now, well, again. I don't think they're garbage. I think they're underperforming. They're underperforming. For the record, record, I don't think they're garbage. I just think they're underperforming, which is even more frustrating. I could understand If they were garbage, if they were the Philadelphia Union. Okay, which, I know you don't believe that. <laughs> I know you don't believe that, as, so don't go there. You re- as you remember, as you remember, in the preseason podcast, I did say, we're going to be Philly this year. And we, speaking of which, but we we've, just won, signed- <laughs> we've, we've won two games, which is two more than the Philadelphia Union has, has, uh, has won since August. Sure. So, not quite. Philly. Okay, okay, close, close. But speaking of Philadelphia, uh, we signed a player today. Did we? Yes, it's Tuesday right now. We're recording on a Tuesday night. Um, we signed Jack McInerney. Nice. From uh, the Philadelphia Union. Do you know who Jack McInerney is? Uh, all I know is that he's not Slatan. Yeah, <laughs> he is <laughs> definitely not Slatan. Um, apparently, uh, the team doesn't really see that uh, Brian Jameson the fourth. Bradford Jameson, the f- I always call him Brian Jameson because yeah. I have a friend named Brian Jameson. Uh, Bradford Jameson, the fourth, or uh, Jack McBean, or Zlatan, isn't going to fill that hole. So we went or Lassiter. Or Lassiter. Have you even seen Lassiter play since I the think opener? He's hurt. He might be hurt. Is he hurt? Oh, okay. Um, but you know now, now we have this guy. He's twenty four years old. How many goals has he scored for in MLS? Uh, forty three, I believe. He's had he has forty three goals in Four, uh, six teams. Six years. Uh, seven six, years. Six seven six years. Seasons. He has forty three goals. Eh, it's, you know, it's not bad. Um, Most of them came again uh, with the Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, his rookie season, uh, two thousand ten through two thousand fourteen. Um, he had about twenty five goals there, and then um, he had uh, eleven goals with Montreal in the 2014-2015 season. But hasn't really seen much playing time since. Still would score goals uh, every so often when he was in Columbus and Portland. But you know, hopefully now with this change of scenery, um, a team that is desperately looking for guys to score. You know, maybe he regains that form that he had in Philadelphia. I hope so. I mean, you know, uh, he's twenty four. He's hungry. Seriously, this has to be the nicest place he's played, at least. 
He was in Philly. He was in Montreal. He was Columbus, in Columbus, in Portland. Portland. I think Portland probably would have made him feel at home, but it, he eh, maybe. But he didn't yeah. grow a beard. He didn't grow a beard. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, now he's in LA, and and I hope this guy he he still has a huge upside. Um, Eric Winalda, he kind of looks like Eric Winalda, and <laughs> Eric Winalda has that he reminds him of of himself. Uh, but you know that's Eric Winalda, just you know, yeah. Stroking so, his ego there. So, so what do you think? Do you think that he is signing to be a starter or is he depth? Well, look, the team says he's depth, right? But if we start seeing McBean, I mean, we haven't seen McBean perform. Well, uh, the little- well to be fair, McBean hasn't had great service and he's doing other things other than scoring yes i think he's doing um, what he's supposed to be doing as far as but I holding the ball been, and putting a body in there but i don't think he's been very productive no as far as like i mean he's not gonna be the go-to guy he's not gonna be the scorer but you would hope that he would score at least six goals throughout the season again very early so he may very well yeah. still achieve yeah. that goal but um, uh but i think yeah. that lasseter showed that he's not ready for this league and bradford jameson the fourth um, who's not a forward, he's a midfielder, but he's another one of those young guys that have come in and, and you know, we've put into the attack, um, also doesn't look ready for this league. I, I think that he shows, I like Jameson, but it's, as with the theme with the Galaxy this year, you show pockets of brilliance. It's not a consistency. You can see that he'll take on defenders and he's really quick, but... You're not going to see it all the time. And because he's 20 years old, he's going to make those mistakes. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not a rookie. He's got he's seen minutes with the first team before in previous seasons. But, um, yeah, for, for him to be there consistently, it's – I don't want to say it's a liability. I don't think it is a liability. But, you know, you're not going to be, uh, you know, putting fear into any uh, any defenders yeah. on the other side of the ball. So. Um, what do you what do you think about McInerney slotting into Zardes' spot? Well, if you put Zardes back into the midfield, uh, you'd have to move somebody out of the midfield. Probably and, Emma. Oh, okay. I was thinking Joe Pedro, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay, not I, a like. I guess that's you, not you a like. For like, we don't put. You know, we we wouldn't have a central midfielder to to put in there. You know, Zardes doesn't go in the central midfield. No, so. he doesn't. But you put uh, yeah. you put Emma in. It, you know, back on the bench and use him as a sub, as you said earlier, mm-hmm. would work. Um, Zardes, who played on the wing, you know, for Arena and for Klinsman. Um, what if you put, 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 put Gio on the wing? What if you put Gio in the midfield? Or you can put Gio in the midfield, although, you know, although having Cole behind him may or may not be a good thing. Um, if you're asking me, probably not a good thing. If you're asking you, probably it'll be fine. Um, it that depends on the situation because I mean, you don't I, I you don't have just... you don't have the 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 buffer you know right. that at least Emma is going to be able to track back and cover yes, when exactly. when Cole moves up you know that Geo isn't going to really do that all right, that often right. so there you know that opens up that side to to uh, to to something um, you know I don't know I think that uh, I think that McInerney at least gives us another option yeah to be honest with you and I know what a lot of Galaxy uh people are thinking especially the the galaxy twitter that we're part of and that we see a lot is put geo on the bench 
right and put McInerney and put in that spot. right 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 um although then you don't have somebody to create although geo is not creating either so yeah you're really not losing anything make, might you well might as well have, roll the dice yeah yeah might as well just have two guys that can bang in goals that they see a uh you know ball pop out yeah i mean if we're winning games the fact that alessandrina scored all of them no one's gonna care but right. the fact that we're losing it, we're going to complain like, well, where is everybody else? I mean, we obviously we look to Gio because he was supposed to be the goal scorer. He was supposed to be the man this year, and he's not. But it doesn't really matter. Where is everybody else? Everybody else should be stepping up. Uh, I know Zardes is, you know, barely coming back, so I'm not going to put too much blame on him. Right. But, you know, you eventually want to see Zardes get in the mix. Uh, you he, got s- he got close. He got close. He got close in yeah. this game. Yeah, he did. He got closer than in this game than he has in the, in the previous, mm-hmm. you know, one and a half that he played. Um Emma's pushing. I think he's pushing the tempo up. Um, uh, he's not going to score unless you know we play RSL. But you know, uh, Jermaine Jones I think he's going to break it. He's got to break, break it. This it year. Yeah, statistically, he has to break it. Um, Jermaine Jones got the one goal. We expect a little bit more from him as well. Um, just anywhere, you know, it, it can't just be one guy. Even these set pieces, we have Van Dam, we have Steris, and we have Jones. We should be very dangerous yeah, on set pieces. We've got big guys. We got really big guys, and we got Alessandrini. You they know, got manhandled by Kyle Laren and yeah, and Rivas. God damn it! Props to them. Good manhandled. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, r- r- really weird game. Uh, staying with the forwards, we're, we're gonna go w- uh, one more thing. Um, so, uh, MLS transfers. Twitter handle MLS transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, tweets today. Uh, per one of his sources, and I trust this guy. I think we all do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, apparently, uh, the Galaxy are looking for other goal scorers uh, for help. Uh, apparently, we have to go down to the USL to find oh, these. Oh, uh, good. A, a, a young, a young hungry forward. A a young hungry forward. Um, thirty-one year old. What? Wait. What? <laughs> Is a thirty-one year old playing in the USL. Is, is his name Baggio? The, no, no. Ah, damn it. <laughs> uh, 31 year old FC Cincinnati forward. I, I, I kind of don't know how to. Digby? Digby. Digby. Digby Fall. Digby Fall. Now, according uh, to. I hope we sign him. <laughs> I'm going to love hearing that name. Yeah. <laughs> We're probably pronouncing it incorrectly. I hope he wears number 58. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How awesome would that be? <laughs> Uh, um, so do you think uh, that has anything to do with how badly Joe Pedro's been? You know, the funny thing is, I thought about that. Ever seen the movie The Fan? Robert De Niro, West Yeah. Sims? That's exactly what I thought of. Holy crap. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought of. It makes absolutely no sense scientifically, but I swear <laughs> to God, I, I, I did think that. I really did. Um, I actually forgot to bring it up earlier. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, okay, so back. Uh, so per his source, the Galaxy uh, is um, have has put this guy on the summer acquisition list. 31-year-old playing in the USL. Way to go, Pete Vainis. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, he can surprise us. I'm not really, you know. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Not really holding out hope. Kevin Molino came from USL. There you go. There's How many a- goals does he score for Minnesota? One? I don't know. Yeah. Minnesota okay. always scores. I just don't know who's scoring. Right. It's, it's always Christian Ramirez. Okay. Um, so, yeah. We, you got that news uh, as well. Um, yeah. Take some, that some, how you want to take some it. Some other stuff uh, came out um, 
yesterday, uh, Robbie Rogers is expected to go on the season-ending injury list. Something that we kind of uh, all expected. Yeah, we well, we all expected him to, to retire. To retire, and it's and it's still a possibility. It's still a possibility. We'll know for sure on Wednesday. So by the time you're listening to this, you will have known what's happening with Robbie Rogers. So Robbie Rogers either retired or went on the season-ending injury list. Either way. Good. That means the Galaxy gets cap relief and Robbie Rogers. It, the pressure is off of Robbie to try and rehab and, and get back to the to uh, to to hell to play for this team this year. But you do got a feel for Robbie Rogers going out. Like oh this. yeah, of if course. This, we this, talked about it last week. We did talk and, about it last and, week. And as we said, if and when Robbie Rogers retires, we'll do a Robbie Rogers, you know, some sort of show to commemorate. You know, yeah. the 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 career. Uh, one other thing, um, Kevin Elgato Hartman has been uh, announced as LA Galaxy's uh, a Girls Academy director. So he'll be heading up the. Remember, we talked about uh, the girls' uh, team that the Galaxy was going to uh, fully fund, uh, free for for the players, uh, no pay to play in in this. Uh, Academy uh, Kevin Hartman will be heading that up. So good good congratulations! Yeah, really cool. Really yeah. cool. Happy to see you home, Elgato. Uh, we back. sent him a tweet. He he uh, he thanked us. So that was nice. Um, Highlight of my day. One thing that has been asked, and I know Kevin Baxter and and uh, Josh Gessman have talked about this on their show as well. Um, the Galaxy doesn't have a NWSL team. Um, the Galaxy has no plans to start an NWSL team. Why are they making this move? Lewis, I know you have a theory about this. To get into the Copa Libertadores? That's the one! <laughs> that, that has to be the only reason. The, the, the Copa Libertadores, uh, the new requirements that came down, do you know when those take effect? I have no idea. And I don't even know if that was just a rumor or if they're actually going to like enforce it. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. I, even when they when I heard that, even if it was just a rumor, that that was just a really really weird rule. Um, but, well, if but you know if, if this was their play, to but get if to Kevin that Hartman can oh get us, can, if Kevin Hartman can get us into the Libertadores, I know you'd be happy about that. I'd be ecstatic, <laughs> ecstatic. Like, yeah, Ke- Kevin would be my new best friend. <laughs> He's not already. Come on, man. Guy's a legend. <laughs> I didn't say he wasn't a legend. He's just not my best friend. Right. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that uh, that's it for Galaxy stuff, at least uh, right now. Unless, Lewis, you have anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. All right, well, let's let's move on to the MLS recap. MLS recap. MLS recap. Uh, all right, um, we've talked about Galaxy and Orlando, so let's move on to the other team that I've apparently fallen in love with. The Philadelphia Union versus NYCFC. <laughs> I, I still do not understand your fascination. I, you know, I don't know. Team. I think it was because I said that I felt like LA Galaxy was going to be the Union this year in that we weren't going to have flashy players and we were going to be kind of shitty um, or just be like one of those blue collar type teams. I, I I think that's where this is coming from. Okay, I I I think it's funny that you. I actually can't remember if you have them 
in the playoffs this year. Did you have them in the playoffs this year? I can't remember. Yep, I think they squeak in. Yeah, you said they squeak to in. the uh, to the thing. Um, I want to revisit oh. that. I think at the All Star break, I want to revisit my my MLS predictions. Yeah. Um, to see where we stand and how wrong I was. <laughs> well, the real like well. The, the real season doesn't even begin till like November, but like the time <laughs> no, that's where, when the playoffs starts. Exactly, that's the real season. <laughs> so like the time where you have to like start taking the the, the season seriously is probably around August. So. Right. Well, that's what makes it so <laughs> difficult to to predict yeah. in January, February. Right. Right. But but uh, I just think it's funny that like. Um, during our balls and beer segment, you're constantly picking Philadelphia saying like, have you seen, have you not seen the way they I played? I said that once. But it's so funny that you kept going at it and something, I ran into something this past week after the Philadelphia game that I really, really, really wish I had two weeks ago when you had predicted the last Philadelphia win yeah. and you made your comments. Someone put a, it's not a countdown, it's a count up. So someone has um, put on a timer. I, I guess is the uh, or a counter is the best way to uh, describe it of when the last Philadelphia Union victory was, and I have it up on my phone right now. It is currently from this time of recording, two hundred thirty-four days, three hours, forty-four minutes, and twenty-five seconds since the Philadelphia <laughs> Union has won a, a game. See, man, they're due. <laughs> They're due. I really wish I sat seeing this gonna two be, weeks It ago. ain't going to be this week, no. <laughs> Stay tuned for balls and beers. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right, so, so what did happen so in, this in this game? In this game, How good teams, did they play but just come up short? Up. Both teams <laughs> struggled with finishing. Uh, Philly did have some chances, uh, but NYCFC made the most of theirs. So Matarita with a beautiful little through ball for Jack Harrison, who finishes it. Uh, Ronnie Wallace had it open net and gives a soft little baby chip just like this and then philadelphia clears it and to be honest with you looking at that again lewis that is a miss that is a miss you know why it's a miss not because the defender clear it but because the trajectory of the ball made it look like it was going to go outside post uh it wasn't gonna it wasn't goal bound uh he would have missed that the spin on the ball the trajectory of the ball, he would have missed that that goal. So, what the hell are you doing, Rodney Wallace? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so you know the 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 talk of the night though, the talk of the week, I think, was David Villa's wonder goal from forty five yard yards out. Forty five or fifty? I don't even think forty five. It was about forty five yards. It was yeah. I don't think it does. Um, Boy, man, the balls on Delavia to try that and pull it off. Good God! You, you know, the thing is, when you when you see a goal like that, you obviously know that he means to do it. The player means to do it. When it goes in, I just kind of consider it luck. You know, hey, you got pretty fortunate that you know that it happened. But he tried it last season, yeah, and it hit the post. Yeah, he was just as close. Yeah. Uh, so this one though, this one. Andre Blake has to do better. He does. That's ridiculous. He does. But he... He stopped. He watched that ball fall. He had all the time in the world. He watched that ball fall. He's backtracking. He stops. And then he jumps back. All he had to do was take another step back. And he would have had that ball. 
It was ridiculous. I would be praising Andre Blake for this game because he stopped a ton of shots, but if not for that goal, hmm. terrible. I still like Blake. Terrible. I, I think he's a good keeper. He's a good keeper. Young guy. Yeah. Young, just like Diop. Boneheaded mistakes sometimes. Uh, but, Lewis, I have to ask you, and unfortunately, Bobby's not here. Tava Villa's goal, was it a golazo? As I said before, uh, when something like that is happening, I kind of consider it luck. Um, I know he meant to do it, but the fact, like I said, he tried it before and he came like painstakingly close. It's like, yeah, I'm not sure if this is luck anymore. It's definitely a golazo. <laughs> I mean, if you're saying that Carly Lloyd's goal was a golazo, this one has to it be the same thing. It was in the World Cup final. It doesn't matter where it, it matters. No, it doesn't. It was in the World Cup final. Bobby, I need you here. I know you're backing me up on this. It doesn't matter where Good you're playing. God. I don't care if he was down 6-0. The World Cup final. Same thing. It's the same goal. doesn't matter where you're playing. Uh... Because the guy in the USL did it too. <laughs> the guy in the that USL was a and also a golasso. It does he not hit that matter. With pace, yes. Davia looked like it was all placement. The guy in the which USL, is just as, which is just as the, pretty. The guy in the USL just like shinned it and it went in. Yep, he hit it hard. It doesn't matter where it coming from. It's that was still, a golasso. It was still a golasso. Both of them. Both. Uh, of them. <laughs> then have to. All right, Vancouver, up. Seattle, Vancouver. Wins this one two to one. Just when we thought Vancouver was left for dead, I'm not sure what, what, what I'm not even sure how to explain this. We're gonna get to balls think, and beers, I, by I the way. I think we're gonna get, I, I think the way to explain this is Freddie Montero, yeah, playing against his old playing club, playing against his old club, right? He he makes him pay twice, he didn't celebrate, but man, he, he I, I just he got it, yeah. Uh, Dempsey hits one off the crossbar after seeing uh, Davavia's goal. He <laughs> yeah. tried one from about thirty yards out and uh, hits a crossbar. Uh, Will Bruin gets one in, uh, gets one for Seattle with ten seconds left, and <laughs> this was probably the omen that started the weekend. Uh, last second, last minute goals, but it wasn't a winner. But it wasn't a winner. You're right. Uh, one thing that really bothered me about this uh, game had nothing to do with the play in the field. You could hear the stadium uh, announcer uh, after one of the goals. And uh, much to my dismay, I heard the crowd, You're welcome! Really? Yes. Aww. So, LA fans, Vancouver's trying to steal our, uh, our, our very polite goal calls. Oh, man. So, somebody get uh, uh, the Galaxy announcer. Uh, <laughs> lost track of what the guy's name is uh michael rahu uh somebody get that dude on the phone he needs to call whoever it is it does a goal calls in vancouver and uh yell at him uh okay san jose's dallas um dallas is coleman has to have the miss of the week yes has to have the miss of the week um such a weird week nevertheless there's so many there's so many like Bloopers. Coleman beats the defender. He beats the goalie, but then he couldn't catch up to the ball to get his foot on it, and he kicks the post instead. <laughs> so horrible. Uh, this that, is, was, that was that was ended up scoring. Is, this is, by the way, the best MLS has to offer. <laughs> uh, Dallas ended up scoring, but San Jose. 
Good lord. For what? The second week in a row, I think? Second week in a row. At the death. Scores at the death. And, and gets a ties point. this game, gets his point at home. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Dallas had their chances. Yeah. And that Coleman chance. That, that, was, one of, <laughs> that was one of them. But they, they had a chance to put this game away. Yeah. Here's, here's what I don't understand. Um, the Univision uh, announcers are usually some of the most fun calls in soccer. Pablo Ramirez makes you want to play. Uh, El, El Pero is like that classic sound. The dude doing the SAP, God, they suck. <laughs> They're really terrible. Oh, I actually, I'm so bored with those guys. Really? Yes. Oh. Terrible. Anyway. Sucks. Uh, Montreal, Atlanta. So, again, surprising. We got... Montreal wins 2-1. to one. We got one week that uh, Canadian team being the defending champs, and we got another week uh, Canadian team being the most exciting team in MLS. <laughs> because, you know, MLS. Right. Um, again, damn it, Bobby. Why aren't you here? <laughs> uh, weak little pass gets uh, allows uh, Vialba to intercept. Uh, sends it through for uh, Kenwin Jones for a really simple finish. Now, the reason I... I, I am calling for Bobby is because before the season started and Atlanta was doing their promo videos, Kenwin Jones is on, you know, is on one of them. And after watching it, Bobby was like, man, that guy's going to score a ton of goals in MLS. I feel it. This is the first one. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't start, but still Bobby's boy, Kenwin Jones, uh, gets his goal, gets his goal. Uh, and then right before the half, Mankosu draws it, uh, draws a penalty, and Atlanta goes down to 10 men. So, again, fl- weird weird week. Yeah. Um, second week in a row that Atlanta gets a red? Yeah. Um, and uh, and then uh, with 90 seconds left in the half? No. Ber- no, 90 seconds no. left in the game. Yeah. Bernadella takes a shot from 20 yards out and Jackson Amell deflects it with his heel to the opposite post and snuck one in and got the and three points your, for Montreal. And there's other so, at the death goal. Normally, in a week void of 45-yard goals, I would argue that that uh, Jackson Amell goal was a golazo. Mm, with a deflection? It wasn't a deflection. If you watch the replay, you can see that he gets his foot in the way in order to deflect the ball into the net. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't a case where the ball hit him. He purposely deflects that ball to send it the other way. I, I'm not calling that a golazo. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. Run. All right. Moving on. Chicago, New England. Uh, Chicago wins 3-1. Uh, Jovan Watson shoots New England in the foot by getting two by making two really, 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 really dumb boneheaded tackles, earns himself two yellows, and is sent off in the twenty seventh minute. Um, what a difference a player makes! Yeah, Schweinsteiger is really pulling this team together. Yeah, Chicago was Chicago was left for dead up until yep. he came in. Yep, but uh, and and that. Midfield trio of Janino, Schweinsteiger, and and Dax 
are really paying off. Yeah, it, they, they really are. I know Chicago made a lot of improvements. I did not have Chicago in the playoffs. Um, they, I mean, granted, uh, this the, is against a 10-man New England. Right, but, but still, I mean, you, you still saw what, what uh, Schweinsteiger brings to the team. You saw, you're seeing that it's a different team. I'm... I, I I mean I know it's still the beginning of the season, so it's kind of weird for me to say that. But the, the first couple games, I'm like, you know, Ch- Chicago is they were the worst of the East, and until you're proven to me otherwise, they're going to continue to be there. Um, they're slowly starting to make me believers that they can make a playoff run now. Yeah, and, and I think I haven't picked to uh, to sneak in. I think so to fight for a spot uh, for playoffs. Yeah. So uh, Schweinsteiger gets another goal. Um, Nikolic gets the third and, uh, or so, sorry, the second and third. Um, you know, it's, it's the Chicago for sure is, is trending in the right direction, but, um, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what Chicago fans think of Schweinsteiger. I'm sure they're loving him. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they? I mean, he, he's, he's, he's going to get him to Russia. <laughs> uh, next up, New York Red Bull versus DC United. Um, so the Red Bulls are back in the comfort of their home. Uh, they didn't look spectacular, but they did enough to beat DC, and they pretty much bossed this game for the most part until like the 89th minute. Alex Mule, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Luis Robles comes up with one with a big uh, save in the 89th minute. Uh, Alex Mule and Bradley Wright Phillips get the goals. To me, this is one of those uh, you know okay performances from uh, New York, and they were just facing a team that just isn't very good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had said it last week that I think the, the loss to Orlando, they looked like the better team. I think they probably should have won that game in Orlando. Um, I had them winning against DC United based on the performance against Orlando, based on how poorly DC United, um, is playing. Um, I, I can say with, uh, pretty healthy confidence that this New York team is not going to be what we saw last year, but I think they're starting to turn a, a page here. I, I think they're starting to head in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Columbus, Toronto. Boy, oh boy. Toronto continues to disappoint you, Lewis. Toronto, um, defending Eastern champion, uh, definitely deserves a, uh, to have been MLS Cup winners. They are sitting in ninth place in the East. Mm-hmm. They were uh, undefeated, but I think they only have one win. Uh, they might be winless. It, they, they have four draws. Yeah. Uh, uh, and now and now Columbus handed now them Col- their first loss. Their first loss. Uh, Ola Kamara, uh, oh sorry, Josie gets a goal, but Ola Kamara equalizes. And just before the half, Justin Miram scores from a corner. And this dude's having himself a year. Yeah, he's he's off to a good start. Yeah, I'm, he is. I'm hoping that he gets back into the uh, Iraqi national team because uh, he, I know he skipped the last one because he was afraid he wasn't going to be let back into the country. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that he continues to play. And if Iraq makes uh, Russia, I'd like to see Justin Muram in the World Cup. Is Iraq still in the running? Maybe I don't know. Okay, yeah, I'm paying attention. To Asia. I know Iran is. <laughs> I know Iran is in there currently in first place in their group. Yeah, but. Uh, next up, Houston, Minnesota, 2-2. Two, two. Welcome to MLS, everybody. Oh, my God. This is a tale of two halves. Because Houston was dominant in the first half. Yeah. They had probably, could have been 3-4-0. to zero. 
Uh, Kubo missed one. Uh, Kubo missed horrible one. Yeah. Um, Actually, there was two of them. There, there was, was one, two of them that that, yeah. that were that were missed. But Minnesota fought back, man. And Ramirez got his goal, and uh, and one of the the new midfielder that they signed uh, also got his goal. Um, so yeah, they they tied it two two. Minnesota, I mean, they're still not making the playoffs, but there's certainly uh, there's certainly some fight in them now. Yeah, there's it, definitely it, it, some fight in them. Yeah, so uh, they're no you, longer you've seen that throughout the throughout yeah. the, the well, season so far. Well, aside from the first three games when they allowed like 27 goals, but uh, um, they uh, but they still scored in those games. They still well five to one, six to yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it, it seems to um, th- they're starting to find a groove. Like I said, I still don't think they make the playoffs, but they're no longer the uh, quite the whipping boys they were in the you know the first uh, few games of the season. It looks like they're probably going to give you uh, uh, a decent challenge now. I, I again, yeah, I, I still agree. think that they're uh, not going to do much, but you know, good for them. Yep, for, um, good for them indeed. Yep. Uh, all right, Colorado RSL. Uh, RSL comes out with this one, uh, two to one over Colorado in Colorado. Tim Howard suspended. For six games? That was three. Three games? Three games. Three I don't games. know. Uh, for uh, altercation with a fan or a yelling match with a fan uh, last week in Kansas City. So um, Colorado was winning this game, and they seemed to have held RSL off till about the 85th minute, and then the collapse came. Two goals in the final. Two goals in the final. Within so, the yeah. final five so there, minutes. There's, so there's, there's the other, the other one. one. Yep. Uh, Brooks Lennon with a golazo. For nah. me, it's a golazo. You're going to have to show me that because I, I can't think of the I know I saw it. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. So he takes so a I, shot from. I can't uh, vote. So <laughs> Bobby, where's your vote? Damn it. Uh, he takes a shot from pretty far out, gets his uh, gets a goal, and does the, uh, the Cristiano Ronaldo celebration. So. That's uh, I told you, man. Brooks Lennon, kind of a dick. <laughs> uh, Colorado. Um, again, I know it's very early in the season, but um, this is definitely not the Colorado team that we saw last season. And I'm going to say that last season was a complete fluke for Colorado. Um, I don't think it was a fluke. They did lose one of their key pieces. Um, and it's early on. I mean, you know, I know yeah, last, very early on. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I'm not ready to write Colorado off, but I also think that they could be. They're not. They're not starting off well either. So, uh, okay, Portland, Sporting Kansas City. Portland's at home, and Kansas City takes up three points on the road. Uh, this one was looked like it was a pretty good game. Uh, a good battle of the defenses. Both goal- both goalies came up with big uh, shots uh, blocked, um, and it just looked like one of those uh, exciting ten. I mean, one uh, zero games. Um, they've had some good playoff battles uh, in the past. They've had some really good games. They've they've got history. Uh, these two teams. Um, this is one of the games that I actually wanted to watch, and and I didn't get a chance to. Unfortunately, you missed. There was a that there was surely. I God, I feel like I've said this freaking word too much today uh darling nagby takes a shot and tim milia tips it to the crossbar but nagby took the shot from like 40 yards out it it was it, and it had curve i mean that that would have been it would have been a yeah. Awesome. yeah uh but the goal but the yeah like i said tim milia saves it tips it tips it to the crossbar 
Uh, Kansas City gets all three points in Portland. Kansas City, I have them as my dark horse MLS Cup uh, guys. They can in, still in the do West. it. I think and, they're and I think they're they're legit right now. They might be they, one of the best defenses in the league. They right are now. legit. So, um, thank you for you know making me look a little less like a fool there. <laughs> Uh, that's it for Emma's recap. Um, all right. Do we have anything else? Um, I don't think so. I think we got all our bases covered. Uh, we got Seattle next Sunday at home, 1 p.m. Um, I will be there. David will be there. I have to work. Um, so I unfortunately will not be there. Um, we'll get to our previews in Balls and Beers. Uh, but, um, you know, here's the hoping that, uh, we bounce back from a very disappointing game in Orlando, uh, a, a game where we all felt that it was winnable, uh, mm-hmm. despite that Orlando uh, is undefeated at home. Uh, we very much felt that this was a very winnable game. Um, you know, uh, I guess that just uh, wasn't meant to be. Um, now you're playing against a bitter rival uh, on Sunday. Um, a win here would be... Uh, well, I don't want to say exactly what we need, but it's yeah, exactly what we need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in indeed, like more in in more ways than one, it's it's very much what we need right now. So, uh, here's hoping that we get that. All right, yeah, I think that's it. That all right, all. we'll see you guys later. Don't forget to check out balls and beers, and uh, also we have another MLS, uh, not MLS. We have a we have our penalty show. Also, uh, we're going to talk about the MLS All Star Game. So look for those podcasts throughout the week. See you guys later. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, Bobby. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.